0: Welcome to this week's episode. I'm now joined by...
1: Kay Swelby of the London Broncos, and I play prop forward.
0: How did you first get involved in sports?
1: Um, I suppose, you know, growing up in, sort of, where, where I grew up in, the sort of, south-east London, it was mainly football. Um, then I went to an all-girls school, and there was zero sport what? for many, many years. And it was really only when I got to university. Uh, I had a, a housemate who was Welsh and said, I'll come down, join the, the local rugby team at university. Uh, and I said, OK, well, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll, I'll come down to a couple of training sessions, let you have your fun, and then I'll go off and, and live my life. And went down to one training session, fell in love, uh, and just sort of basically consistently played rugby uh, since I was you know, 19, 20. And then in terms of rugby league, you know, obviously down here in the south, it's not been, you know, the most, I think you know, rugby union's always been the, the dominant sport here. Yeah. And I didn't really know a lot about it, um you know, apart from you know hearing about some internationals who had crossed codes in, in the past. And uh, there was a there was a club, at Brixton Balls, and a couple of years ago. They set up a, a women's sort of development team, um and I played sort of a season, half a season with them. And I think I think we only really played one match. Um, I think <laughs> we had nine players. sort of. Yeah. cobbled together um, and it was a really like brief short experience of league because after that you know, the, the club didn't didn't take it forward um, but i had a really positive experience and i realized you know sort of league was a sport i, I was in love with but you know i had to you know i carried on with union that's still my you know like my, my, my old sport and then uh, there were, when there were those callings for the london broncos you know that was also you know quite exciting i was like okay great maybe this is something i can get back into really give it a shot um, I was there from the very first training session. It was really well run. You know the, the girls who were down were really great, and uh, I guess the the rest is history. Now I'm I'm here and enjoying what I'm doing.
0: That's it. So you the you two codes you played them both, and you you kind of find your style suits one or the other. You could do both, but you like yeah. Seeing you playing, you kind of probably are really really suited to play rugby league. <laughs>
1: I'm tall, <laughs> so I think that helps.
0: What university did you go to?
1: I went to University College London. So again, it's like just right in the yeah, so centre, centre London, in, yeah still very south, you know. Um, but we had a good opportunity to play against you know, good levels. Uh, we had people from you know all over the world and all over the UK. So it was you know, a good opportunity to, to get in and do some sport. But I suppose because it was more of an academic-based university, it wasn't like the emphasis wasn't on sport. When we'd go up to, you know, play Bristol or Bath, they've got all these amazing sports facilities and people who are basically, you know, prepping to play Prem. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, OK. But it was, you know, because of just the love of the sport, you, you give up, you know, you commit a lot. You sort of go, oh, damn the studies and I'll focus on the rugby. That's probably been a problem that's followed me through my
0: life. <laughs> Every time you should knuckle down, the rugby comes back. Exactly. <laughs> So, day one player from London Broncos. What's changed from last season to this season? Because you've definitely grown as a club.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, we've, we've grown massively. Um, I think, you know, p- part of it is just that the, the mentality has shifted. I think, you know, coming in... Last season, we'd all come in from COVID. Everyone was, you know, no, no one had played any sports. Everyone was just sort of going, I just want to get outside and, and run around and, and fling a ball around. And, you know, here's an opportunity to try something different. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And I think we were blown away at sort of how successful we were for a group of players who had never played league, had no understanding of it, and just how well we, we gelled as a squad. And just having that support from the club as well, you know, saying, so, you know, you're a, a real part of, of who we are and who we want to be. And, you know, we went back to our, our own clubs, our own union clubs at the end of the season. And they were surprised because they were saying, you know, we can see a, a change in your style of play. We can see a change in the you know, the shift of your mentality. Because I think when you play the same sport year in, year out, you do stagnate a little because you think, yeah. oh God, I sort of know everything, what more can I do? And we were coming in with new ideas and, and new ways of doing plays and, you know, in in union, I'm a forward, so forwards is typically smashy, smashy, yeah. fall to the ground. But in league, it's yeah, you know, you run through and you smash, and I'm still, a, you know, technically a forward there. But you're you're more aligned with the backs, with the moves, um, and just a it's a bit more cerebral. You know, you're be more of a thinking rugby player. And I took that into union. and we all took it back to our clubs, and our fellow teammates saw, oh, okay, you know, you've really developed massively in that tiny, tiny season oh, we want to get involved as well. So you bring a few players, you know, from your own clubs and you you bring them to Broncos. And I think, you know, they were just, again, blown away with the whole, oh, you know, the the drills are really, really set up. Um, The fact that, you know, now we have dedicated gym sessions that are tailored to, you know, each of our positions and each of our, you know, where we are in our fitness and just that drive and that determination to go forward. And I think we just really wanted it. I think we finally had an understanding about, what Broncos was about, what our league was about, and what our goal is. It's not just a, this is what we're going to do this season. It's, this is where we want Women's Rugby League to be in five, six, seven years. And these are the stepping stones that we need to do to achieve that. So, you know, yes, we, we look at the present, but we also look so much far forward. And I think the real difference is that last year, it was just week by week. You know, this is how you play the ball. This is how oh, yeah. you, know you do this and you do that. And it was very, we really had to get into this, the, the absolute basics of rugby league. But this season, we already have that foundation. And now it's okay. Now we can be a bit more intelligent in our play and just really enjoy it. But I think that's the thing. Like We had the season last year. It was short. We loved it. We missed it all union season. We've been working all union season and waiting for this season to come back. So
0: the minute it came back, for well, like, let's hit the ground running and let's just chase this and enjoy it for as long as possible. That's it, like big positives, eh? You've gone from learning the sport to then you've learnt it, now develop it. You've gone back. You're coaching and your other players are going, okay. You've changed the way you're doing things. You know, you've definitely learnt something now. For London Broncos, this year could be absolutely massive. Not just for your team, but the men's as well. Costa's match matches going you guys are going such a good season now where people are now talking about you going, Okay, there's something there's something going on there because they're not you don't go undefeated against the teams you're going undefeated against. But you've also got World Cup matches coming to Arsenal, you've got capital. you know the World Cup coming to the capital, yeah. Which probably before, like may have happened once or twice but not at the the scale but they're pushing it now. Well, you, you could you could potentially have an extra 20, 30,000 people found, finding out about Rugby League and you're the local team for them to support.
1: I mean, that's all, that's the hope, isn't it? I think it's just great that it's on a platform and a like union has definitely had the, the dominance for so many years. Um, but yeah, now that we've actually got it here in, in London and it's, it's, it's coming off the season of sports. You know, we've had the Lionesses, so that's women's sports, We've also got you know the Commonwealth Games in in Birmingham, so you've got people you know travelling all across the country to go and see all those different sports there. It's just a really really big year to, to have a great platform, you know. Then the the men are you know they're really doing well, um, so this this latter half of the season as well. So I think just as a club as a whole, um, it, yeah, it's a it's a really big opportunity. But I uh, you know I massively hope that um, it does build you know with, with the traction uh, and the publicity that the the, the professional, you know, the highest professional element of the game is getting that it can come down to us. And I think, you know, that would are called London Broncos. You know, if you yeah. rugby league in London, it's probably gonna jump up there first. So yeah. I certainly hope that more people find us and and try and just try us out and just see how, how the sport goes.
0: Well I, I, I can see now, I can see off the back of your your success in Cardiff previously. Within the next two, three years in your same area there'll be other teams pop up because there'll be demand. And then the ball's rolling massively at that point.
1: I th- that's exactly what we're, we're aiming for. I mean, that's also a big difference from last season to this season. I think we had three teams in our league yeah. last season, uh, and then there was like you know a, a parallel league that you know Cardiff and, and Bristol were in. And so some of these teams, like we didn't see Cardiff all the way that Bristol played until the, the semi-finals because both semi-finals were on the same day and you know, we were saying, OK, that's how that's how Bristol play and OK, we're seeing Cardiff for the first time and all we knew of Cardiff at that point was what their best scoreline was, which was yeah. massive. Yeah. And I think, you know, we spent all of last season going into every match going, OK guys, you know, we are the underdogs here but let's just have a good time and, and, and have a laugh. And I think, you know, from our very first game you know we were driving on the coach i remember vividly you know going through all the security um you know, into the army barracks and we were still you know scrolling through our phones going okay you know, how many times are we allowed to pass the ball before Yeah, you uh, you know, the ball gets yeah. turned over and we have to kick it was so basic and we were going don't know what's going to happen here um but we'll just you know we'll give it a go and so to get the win in that game was unbelievable um and I think you know that's just something that's that's the energy that we've taken through into every game that we do. And then this season, you know, you've got more teams in the league. You've got other teams that are popping up. Um, you know, sort of like Nottingham, Nottingham, um, you know, those, those sort of fringe areas. And the, I think the whole idea is yes, you know, there will be so many more teams. So when you have teams that are developing, they're not going to have to, you know, go straight into a game against you know a team that's been playing for a few years, and it can sort of, you know, put people off, is that everyone comes in at that same level, and everyone has that chance to develop. Because that was the chance that we had last season. We had that chance to develop um, against other teams who, you know, some had a bit more experience, but for the most part, everyone was at that same level, so you could enjoy it. And it's been really nice to see how every other team has massively stepped up their game. You know, we take Wales as an example. Um, I remember watching their game against England. The previous year, and it was you know it was pretty comprehensive. You know which team were yeah. stronger in, in certain areas, and then I watched it again this year, and I just I couldn't believe it. You know I'm, I'm an English person, so I'm an English fan, but I was cheering on the Welsh girls just all the way through um, that that match because I just couldn't believe that the level of you know, professionalism and how well they were playing against you know a top season English team, and that was just in one year. And it's just really exciting to see how a bit of um, investment and a sort of a a real focus just in one season makes such a difference. And if you're seeing it at that top level, then you're also seeing it, you know, at at the sort of the grassroots levels and those those middle levels. And it's just really exciting to see.
0: Well, that's that's one of the good things that Super League South has done, is you've made the matches visible from day one. You've been able to watch the matches on. You've been able to. Streaming's kind of knocks back a bit on the other ones and i think it was a bad thing because 2019 for me was the biggest growth in women's rugby ever because teams mm. were streaming their matches online every single match was on there like, It was a bit of a nightmare you know like you but people watching it after it happened and it exploded you know it exploded to the point where you had to televise it at the end of the year because the viewing figures mm. were there and it kind of gone away from that but you guys in super league south have kept the streaming going properly which has been
1: fantastic well, I think, I think we've, ha- we've we've had to really i mean you know we're not going to get um people traveling down from from the north to come and watch all of our games <laughs> i think we're just we're not there yet um but you know, i think we're really fortunate you know you've got teams like the army who've always had a, a pretty good setup with their, yeah. with their streaming and their video links obviously you know um the, and we stream, stream. Last, they were
0: mentioned on tv every week wouldn't had the tv channel on forces TV, oh, they'll yeah. mention it on their sports roundup every single week, which unfortunately that, that's now gone. But that was massive. That was that was bigger than anything anyone else had because it was mentioning it every week on television.
1: I mean, it's it's it's, it's massive. You know, when I, when I look at just the the general roundups, you know, even though they're in print rather than you know on on actual on, on a video cast, but we are mentioned. Like our results are on there. And certain, you know, moments of the match are mentioned there. And that's insane. You know, you've got, you know, it, we're on the same page, literally the same page as, you know, people who are at a elite level of, of women's rugby league. So to even sort of, you know, be in that same, you know, environment where we are getting that coverage is just huge for us.
0: It is. It's fantastic. Like, I was looking, I, look in, I want one of your I want one of your playing shirts. They nice shirts as well. And like we were saying off air, like big advertisements, you guys have got lovely kit. People are stopping you when they see you with it. You're getting recognised off the back of this now. It must be a, a surreal thing. So you play Union. Union's massive down south. You start playing rugby league in season two and you're on matches but are streamed. You're getting players from teams but are getting called up to international setups straight away. We have only played like a season and a half.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's it's just it's gone by so quickly. It's gone by so fast. I think that, that that's what I'm saying. I think Union, not not that it's it's stagnated, but I suppose there's there's that structure in place whereby you know you basically you have to you know you know that if you follow certain steps, you will you know, perhaps get into that that international setup. Whereas here, it's still you know with league, it's still so much more more raw, sort of more organic. Um, if someone just happens to spot you, they'll find out, you know, who you're eligible to play for. Um and you can be, you know, accelerated up into that 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 sort of that, that elite level, you know, really, really quickly. Um, it is exciting because it does make you think, oh, no, there's there's possibility here for me to really, you know, develop and then get the opportunity to go and play this or to go and play that. But it's also just great because you're seeing your peers. You know, people who you're playing with, you know, week in or playing against week in week out, go up to those levels, and I think it makes you feel better as a squad because you're thinking, you know, well essentially we're all playing against really high level players here, and we're pulling in good performances, you know, week in week out. Um, but it just shows it you know, again what you you put in and the dedication that you put in, you you get out of it, you know, tenfold. And I think sometimes because of the, the saturation of rugby union. Um, you don't always get that. You know, I play against great players in like the Union and sometimes you think, why aren't they playing at, you know, yeah. level or you know, why aren't they, you know, maybe they're never going get to get called up to that international um, standard, not because they're not talented, just because, you know, there's just no one necessarily looking out for that. You have to get, like I said, you have to just take certain steps. Whereas with league, there's just that possibility all the time. Um, and I think the game is just accelerating so quickly. It'll be great to see more players from the south who are you know new to the game. You're, you're going to see that talent because there's, there's, there's never been an opportunity to showcase it before. Because again, most people in the south have never played rugby league. Yeah. they've never had the opportunity to show what they can do and show that they you know they can play it as well. And you know we went up to the, the nines um, tournament at the very beginning of our season, and we're playing against you know all of these these established northern teams. And we were like, "Well, we're just the little kids from the south. We'll just, you know, go and we'll yeah. have a go." Um, and you know, we put in some really good performances there and really enjoyed it. So again, it's just about having the ability to to test ourselves as a squad and keep rising to those challenges.
0: Well, I, I, I two things I'd like to see now because the growth in Super League South being that dramatic and it's drawn that many players in, I'd like to see either the winner of Super League Group Two versus the winner of Super League South, because that would be a pretty fair, a pretty entertaining match. You know, that would be a pretty decent occasion to put on. And I'd like to see... the So there's the England Knights. There's also... In in the men's game, there's an England South, you know, like we have all the best players from the amateur teams in Southern England. I'd like to see that women's version of that come up and running. You know, because then you, you've got a lot of feeding, play the Knights... And you might have some absolute superstars. You know that that'd be an absolute fantastic occasion to get going.
1: Yeah, again, I think it would just be it's just to get that platform there and and to make it available. And again, if if people know that that's what they're they're working towards, if people are going okay, if, if I want to be selected for this particular squad, and that's always in the back of their minds, and as they're playing sort of just through their their usual league games. And you think okay people are going to be watching out for that again i need to develop i need to keep pushing myself and you know again i think right now the enthusiasm is there that every single just league game you go into that's not in your head it's just i'm going to put in the best performance here because i love this sport i love the people i'm playing with i love this club but i think you know as time goes on and you have you know more and more players who are joining um those squads just to you know have that differentiator and to, you know, to keep working hard and keep being really competitive within your clubs, yeah, it just there needs to be more opportunity uh, for people to you know, spill out and, and play other games and play other players. You know, at the moment, you know, we only have so many matches in our current league of people we're playing against. But I think you know, definitely down at London Broncos, you know, we are made up of six or seven different union clubs, yeah. so we don't play with each other; we play against each other, and in some cases, we never play each other at all. And we've shown that you know you can literally throw these people together and it just and you're be get really to organic yeah. and there's a lot of talent and you get a lot of drive. So I think, yeah, the, the, competi- the competition that you're talking about um, would just sort of serve to do
0: that so much more. For, for me, it'd be... That's easy to get views on the women's game with things like that. Very easy to get people to watch it for the first time or you know, watch second or third time and go, oh, actually, this is really good, I want to watch some more of this. Then your attendances get up... Obviously, we're, the fast, we're one of the fastest-growing sports in the country now, in terms of there's that many young girls coming into it. But i i I'll get told many people, like, oh, we're playing league and my team might have four players and we'd have to go to a tournament and join with another team and join with this team and, you know, finally get a squad together. Now there's teams where, say, you're under 12s, there's, there's that many players, they can't even select all of them anymore. You know, they're, in, they're in, like, a really weird weird thing where it, i i always, honestly think that women's rugby league's exploded that much over the last four years or yes yeah, say five years since the initial launch of super league but i don't know i don't i think it's exploded that fast no one knows what really to do with it it's, it's this massively fast rocket and we don't know how to aim it or which direction to put it in because it's got a trail but sucking everything into it as well
1: it is kind of an impossible thing, isn't it? Um, yeah. I don't think anyone expects something to be so successful, and then when it is really successful, it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, how do we contain it and, and how do we structure it? Because you know what what women's rugby league is doing now. It's you know when you look at the men's game, it's maybe taken 20, 30 years to, to get to develop this point. In that yeah. Same way, but with with women's sports, it's sort of a you have to seize on it as soon as possible. Else, it just you know dissipates really, really quickly. Um, I think you know, you can see the success um, of, of women's rugby league, particularly in Australia, um, because they again, you know, women have been playing it for a really long time at that grassroots level, but they professionalised it, and within just a couple of years, you know, you've got these you know this, this state of origin competition that draws massive crowds, It's absolutely huge, and you've got people who you know are, are playing at nine years old, thinking oh, I'm never going to be able to do anything. And now they're you know standing around. They're, they're playing for their country. They're drawing in these these enormous crowds, and that is something that would be great to to see here. Um, you know, again, I think the, the the tricky thing is it's always definitely you know from a, a southerner point of view, it's been seen as something that's played in the north, north and yeah. they're always going to have that dominance. But now in the south, I think you know once you realise that it, you can switch codes. And you can you know you can bring uh, a lot of those those union elements to, to league and, and vice versa. Um, there's a real there's a real hunger for it, and a real determination. And I'd hope to see there's a lot more, um, you know, rugby league, men's clubs down in the south that would definitely start to incorporate more women's squads sort of into their setup because it will drive you know it will build them as a club um, and it will sort of, you know draw more attention and just build the sport in general.
0: It it will do because. Look what you guys have done with London now. You you're winning. You're adding to them. You're getting the viewing figures when you streamed. You're getting attention. They're, the men's team had a really rocky start. It were covered up because the women's team were doing fantastic. And now they're coming good as well. They've started getting the results and knocking a few big teams. And you've added to them more than I think they realise you could add to them. I think a lot of these these women's teams have added to teams, but not necessarily like. You, when you guys have formed London, have, they've gone back into championship. They're probably not in the best of places. You guys have had a good run. Now, you, you, now you're now you right at the top of it, and it's all of a sudden, it's deemed that it's very successful again at that club. But more off the back of what you guys are doing, sure, right at the top of what you can be at the top of. You know, it's been fantastic to see. Nice. Yeah, I
1: think it's nice that we can support each other. I mean... um. You no, know, in, in terms of, you know, the women's and the men's squads, we're still separate in the sense that, you know, we, we train on different days and you know, obviously in different locations. And like I said, you know, they're they're a very well established, you know, squad with a huge amount of history. I think last year we were we were fortunate we got to, you know, see some of their training before we would go on the pitch ourselves. Um, we had that one big double header last season. Um, and that was just amazing to see, you know, them play as a squad because we, we hadn't really had that opportunity before because we always we always play on the same days um, last yeah. season we, we always played on Saturdays this season we both play on Sunday so you know, we we have you know tickets that we could go to go and see them and unfortunately we never really get <laughs> to go because them, because yeah. really really far away all the home games we are also we've also got matches so it'd be really good um, you know to, to do more with them and you know that's sort of one of the the, the key drivers um, ahead of, sort of next week's game so obviously, we have our, our semi-final. Um, we're doing a double-header uh, with the men's sort of at, at our you know, our home stadium. And that's something where I think you know the club's really, really driving it. I don't know, let's get fans from both sides to just, you know, see each part of the club and just have a really enjoyable club day. And, and that's something we're really, really excited about.
0: What you've just said there is like nail on the head. You'll have fans that come to your matches, but can't get to the men's matches... So you've got a group of fans, they've got a group of fans, you're going to put them together on a big occasion and you could ignore, ignite the flames of something magic.
1: Well, that's it. It's like, you know, uh, just one one club. You know, everyone can just go there and just support London. It's not definitively you support the the men's, you support the ladies. It's and I, London, I think, London. Yeah, there's... there's yeah, it's just like just support London, and the fact that it's at the home stadium as well—it's just a perfect, perfect opportunity. Um, and just again, like a great opportunity for us to see, you know, the atmosphere and the sort of the wider London family, um, because you know we there are fans that you know who, who have been supporting the the men for so many years who still won't know a huge amount about us because you know we're still very new.
0: Yeah, um, you've you you know, like you you're in your second season. You're at the, towards the end of your second season. The shorter seasons, but they'll get longer as more teams get added. You know, see, so when you go like, oh, you've got, in the real terms, a, a team that's less than two years old. To be at the top of, be like in the semis, winning, going undefeated all season. Getting fans to turn up, which is another big, getting streaming figures, which you've got, which is absolutely mental. Who would have thought but you'd have thousands of viewers on your matches in year two? It's fantastic. I, mean, I
1: think it blows our minds. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's 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 a pretty um it's been, it's been a really fast you know development. I don't think it, it, it's really hit us as players. Um, we just like I said, we just focus on the next game each time, and obviously you know we, we celebrate our wins and we constantly you know analyze our, our, our games and sort of go okay this this was this worked really well, and this is where we need to be better. We're constantly looking to develop and to drive forward every single time. But, you know, it's usually at the end of our season that we we take stock. We go, you know, we did really well here. Um, And it's like, yeah, I think when you have someone like yourself, you know, as as someone on the outside looking in, saying, you know, actually what you've done, you know, you've you've really built and you've really developed so quickly.
0: I'm still waiting uh, for the rest rest of the media to catch up with, like... Uh, Have you not seen what Super League Salve's doing? Like, they they might not have the highest attendances... The viewing figures are there, so people are taking an interest now. They're in areas, but we're not in any... We're not in... They're the ones who are growing. They're the ones who are sucking youth into it. They're the ones who are getting other teams from Union to go, actually, you know, I'd probably be better at that because that suits me a bit more than than this. And, oh, you're my friend's there anyway, so I might go... You guys are the ones at the moment, but they're, like, going really quietly and building and putting the bricks down. And... it'll. I just don't want it to be a thing where people go, oh, that were absolutely fantastic, that. That were great, that Super League South. What happened to it? Well, you ignored it, and you just let it go. I don't want that to happen. Because the players you've got in your leagues are international level, some of them, which is fantastic, because they're getting, like the Cardiff team with players in the Welsh squad, you've got players in your team that are in all different international teams. Ireland, Wales, you know, like very, very soon you are probably be producing England level players and you can produce England South teams. It'd be outstanding because it's easy, it's easy column inches, it's easy local television, it's easy local radio.
1: It's just really exciting. I, I think um, so the things that we enjoy the most are, you know, people who maybe watch our game for the first time. And I think, you know, they obviously perhaps just come in with, you know, average expectations of us, yeah. you know, watch some 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 girls run around on a pitch and then fling a ball about. And then you look at the comments afterwards, you know, whether they're there in person or whether they watch it on the stream and they're they're genuinely, I think, blown away by the level that we're playing at. Um, you know, they just sort of go, that was a really good competitive game to watch. Yeah, did, you know, with, the with entire games, super
0: south The just, entire
1: you're you're running over and you're just scoring tries constantly. There's a lot. There's so much physicality. Yeah. And there's so much you know, intelligence in the play that we're doing, and I think just that that coupled with the fact that we're all so so new to it, it is exciting because you think if that's what we're doing now, after just you know this is big, being our second season across all of the squads, or well, you know hell, where where, where are they going to be in in five, six, seven years time?
0: Well, I think you you got it right there. We go like. Year one we were figuring it out. Year two we've started getting, it, but that's not just your team. A lot of teams have they figured it. They've got we've had to like go from playing, you know, presenting the ball on the floor to to playing it backwards and you know like not going down when you tackle. You can stay up. You, you can make a few inches, you, you know. But you've seen that way. Even though some of the scores have been big, there's been moments where the other teams have dominated physically. In matches and then the oh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing people miss. Like I, I I get I get sick of people. Oh, there's a big score in this match, a big score in that's like that sport that happens. You know, like when peop when people are on on form and teams are on form, no one can beat them and they will put big scores on. But when you stream the matches, you go oh no for 10, 15, 20 minutes half an hour that team were were in there, and it's just you guys had the now saw other teams like say Cardiff having the same thing and, you know. They're getting similar results, and but the other teams are playing against. They're having 20, 30 minutes where they're they're really in there they're fighting. They've got what they've worked on is definitely started to pay off and showing.
1: Well, that's it though. I think you, you yeah you can't just look at a scoreline, and that's in any sport at any level. You can't just look at a scoreline and go, oh well, clearly that one team yeah dominated. You have to watch the entire thing, and you know sometimes it's just you know the the luck of you know the the way that the ball bounces or just you know someone's there at the right time you know you get those those high level scores you know every match that we have played this season whether they've been you know those those really tight margin games like against the demons the other week or against you know those those teams against where we've we've put big points on the board they've all been challenging in their own way you know in the sense that yes you know some some teams are you know bigger at hitting us some teams you know block us from you know getting around the the little you know areas around the breakdown But every single team that we've played has challenged us and made us, you know, think about how we're going to adapt our gameplay, how we're going to adapt our defence, you know, our attack. And that's just something that, you know, the the more games that we play, the more opportunity we have to do that. Uh, And I think that's just something that we just take from every single game. And we're appreciative, you know, every squad as well has excellent players. Yeah. you've You've got teams like the Demons where you've got 13 excellent players, players on the pitch at any one time. But then, you know, you play against other teams and, you know, they've got a mix of people who are brand new to the sports, but there's still always, you know, three or four or five really, you know, dominant key players who you think, when everyone gets to that level, next you know, season's going to be completely different. You, you can never go into a game thinking, oh, uh, you know, we're just going to go in and we're going to, you know, wipe the floor with these people. I think if you do that... You're already, you know, you're, you're already, you're already putting yourself out of the game. You have got to go in. You got to give respect to all of those teams, all of those players who are there. And I think that is um, definitely something that you know, we definitely do at London Broncos. I think it, it's definitely something you see across the south. Um, you know, everyone is still respecting and still quite wary of the, of the teams that we're playing. Um, but it's just, you know, it's just, it, it's a joy to see it in your own squad of the development. But again, when you see it in other squads as well, you think, you know, hell, you know, we're we're really all doing something here to to drive this sport in the South. And it's it's just really something to be proud of.
0: Big weekend coming up for you. Tell us about it, because this is our close now. We want to get people to your match. Where is it? When?
1: Yeah, massive, massive uh, game for us. We've got our our semi-final against um, Bedford Tigers. We've met them three times before. This will be our fourth time. So we're we're hoping to have uh, those and keep that 100% success rate. But it's gonna be a double header uh, next Sunday on the 14th of August uh, we're playing at the Cherry Red Record Stadium and uh, the men's team are going to be kicking off against um, Workington Town at three o'clock and then we are playing immediately after at 530 um, so you can you know start to, to, to buy your tickets online but you'll basically that ticket will get you into both the games it's gonna be a whole day of sport. Um, just you know a really big event, so we're, we're really trying to drive as many numbers as possible to come down and support both the, the men uh, and the women's squads at uh, London Broncos. So, that's these it. do come down
0: if you're in London or surrounding. That is the hottest ticket in town that day. Two matches, two it's quality matches. Game. It's
1: going to be t- t- two matches for the price of one, so uh, you, you can't really get better than that in London.
0: No, so I'm going to say thank you now. I'm going to definitely get you back on. Yo, Fantastic, you,
1: thank you so much for your time.
0: Yeah, anytime and. Um, Good luck and hopefully produce some more fantastic matches in the playoffs and finals. Because they have been fantastic to watch. (laughs) Thank you.